You're listening to In Here, Out There, daily stories from the road, produced from my camper van. My name is Christopher Ives. Today is the 31st episode, so this is one month of daily podcasts. So congratulations to me, and thanks to everybody who's listened. Today, the conclusion of my four-part story, that time our bus got hijacked in Peru. Now, both emotionally and physically tired, we fell asleep, and the bus lumbered on. I flickered awake as an amber streetlight went by the window. I catch a glimpse of a damp, dusty city street outside, colorless except for the unnatural sodium glow. Men shuffled by on the sidewalk. Their clothes were as dark as the windows they walked by. I felt like we might be on a moon. What time was it? I was disappointed it was still night. We had rolled into a mining colony of some kind. A moonscape of machinery and barracks high in the Andes. The bus came to a stop and we could hear the storage compartments open beneath our seats. They were unloading cargo? Mail, perhaps. My head compressed my soft shell jacket against the window, a lousy pillow, and my temples vibrated as the bus crept forward again, driving back off into the night. The streetlights passed by with a whoosh of light, faster, faster. My circadian brain sent me back to sleep. Morning came with palm trees wishing by. The sun was barely up, but it was enough to see color again. The adventure was already teaching me. How lucky we are to have color. How lucky to have a sun to keep us safe. We are on a maintained, paved road for the first time in more than 15 hours. The vegetation flashing by was barely as tall as the bus. Looking perpendicular to our travel, an occasional road would flash by like a giant stripe across an ocean of green, flat, jungle land. As we turned, my whole worldview pivoted, my window viewfinder catching a glimpse of a sign at the crossroads. Centro Penitenciario de Pucalpa. The gunman was awake and stood up to retrieve a bag from the bin overhead. The handcuffed man sat quietly, staring out the window. He didn't look mean, and I don't remember being afraid of him. This would be his stop. Leaving our mysterious roommates behind, we knew we were in the Pucalpa region, and we were in the home stretch. The streets became more frequent, and the houses began to stack up. We had made it to Pacalpa, land of red earth. The Inca, the notable builders of Machu Picchu, speak Quechua. And in Quechua, Puca Alpa means red dirt. We depart the bus station and find a phone. We call Bernardo. No answer. 
Again. No answer. We sit and watch the people of the bus station. A TV scratches at me. Natalie and I talk with some people to pass the time. Roberto, the shoeshine guy, an ex-soldier who lectured us on friendship and the good grace of God. German, a jefe from another Shipibo village, 24 hours upstream from Bernardo's village. He invited us to visit and talked of Russian students who had just visited and tried ayahuasca, the medicinal psychedelic drink. And what a great time they had. And then there was Hugo, an intellectual from the Amazon region who was interested in studying and documenting indigenous traditional medicines. He said that many people are forgetting the customs and using quick pharmacy fixes instead. Four hours, no luck. We call again, no answer. Again. Hello? Si, claro. Okay, hasta luego. Ciao, gracias. Two days. Bernardo would fetch us in two days. He'd meet us at a local hostel and we could catch a fishing boat upriver to his village. Relieved, we set off for a bite to eat. But our plans change quickly and we divert to the hostel. We don't feel well. And we need to lay down. We'll have two days to build up strength before the next leg. A full day, venturing deep into the Amazon, motoring against the current of a massive river in a dugout motorized canoe. You've been listening to In Here, Out There, and the conclusion of my very true story of a bus ride over the Andes and to the edge of the Amazon. This is all straight from my journal and a little bit from my memory but I promise it's all true. If you enjoyed this story and you want to hear more like this, subscribe to this podcast and leave me a comment letting me know. If you'd like to support my work, the best way right now is to share the story with a friend or family member and help get this out to more people. Or if you want to check out some of my more visual work, you can check out my website, ChristopherIves.com or Christopher Ives on Instagram. Okay. That's it for this tale. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.